You're listening to Books That Have Changed My Life with Star 99.1's business growth and marketing specialist, Sean Isaacs. You're listening to Books That Have Changed My Life. This is Sean Isaacs with Star 99.1. Welcome to this month's edition. I am, as usual, very excited to share with you books that have had an impact upon my heart, my life, my living. And my philosophy is you don't get out of life what you want, you get out of life who and what you are. I'm a big believer that you should put more time, money, energy, and resources into changing yourself than you do anything else. Because the more you change you, the more you develop good habits, the more you impact your heart condition, then the more you will fulfill what Scripture says, as a man, woman, thinks in their heart, or think it in their heart, so are they. The two areas of focus this month would be business development, and the other would be personal development and or relationships and family life. All right, this second book can impact every area of your life, but I have to categorize them for the purpose of our time together. So quickly, the the two two titles that we're going to deal with this month are, first of all, the first book is by Larry Bequette, and it's called Business by the Book, The Complete Guide of Biblical Principles for Businessmen and Women. And the second book is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change. And that's by Stephen R. Covey. By the way, I am a big believer in buying books and having them with you so that you can highlight and write in them and you can refer back to them. Here's a nugget for you if you're not aware of this. And I may have mentioned this in the previous books that have changed my life. You're not going to get and grasp the truth of a book and have that have a real impact upon your life, typically by just reading that book once. And so you want to be able to go back to that book and read it more than once and over and over and over again from time to time. There are certain things that will stand out to you and you'll see things differently as you change. So keep that in mind as you are thinking about the books that you have read uh, and how they have an impact upon your life. So let's get into the first book. The first book again is Larry Bequette, Business by the Book. Who is this book for? If you're a business owner or entrepreneur, if you are thinking about owning a business, then you want to go through the material in this book. What's good about it is that every principle, every thought, every chapter is backed up with Scripture. And the Word of God alone is truth. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth. If you want to know what truth is, you need to know the one who is the truth, and he's revealed as the word of God. If you are in business, you should be governing, you should be directing your business by the book, the word of God. Now, who is Larry Bequette? Larry Bequette is the financial guru before you knew the name Dave Ramsey. So if you know who Dave Ramsey is with Financial Peace University, and uh, he has a number of very, very good books, then, then Larry Bequette is the guy before him, and Larry Bequette has gone home to be with the Lord and has some really, really great materials. But this book, I think every business owner, every entrepreneur, every person who's seeking to be a business owner, Christian or non-Christian, should read it. If I had read this book, I'd say 15 to 20 years ago, it would have saved me over $100,000. And you say, how? Well, many, many years ago, I started a building materials company with a few friends, And if I had read one of the chapters in this book before I began that business, I would have been a lot smarter. 
I ended up having to close that business and it put me and my partner, one of my partners, over $100,000 in debt. One of the things that that, uh, Larry Biquette brings out in this book, Business by the Book, he brings out the... The, the truth and the reality that you should be very careful who you go in business with. After reading the book, I have chosen that I won't go into business uh, as far as a partnership with anyone. I'm very selective because of some of the principles that he brings out in the book. I am not going to take time to read the book or read through it as I would normally do, read certain sections. I just want to tell you that under the, in the, the titles, uh, the uh, contents of the book, you first have A biblical approach to business management, basic biblical minimums, business bondage, personal lifestyle goals, biblical business goals, keeping vows, counsel for tomorrow, your business and your spouse. That's all under part one. Part two deals with critical policy decisions, how you should hire and fire, how you should the management selection decisions, employee pay decisions, borrowing decisions, lending decisions, discounting decisions. And all of these things you may take for granted, but they all flow, these principles flow right out of Scripture. And then the part three deals with your business and your life. It gets into corporations and partnerships, business tithing, retirement, implementing God's plan. Again, the Bible says that the blessed man is the one that that does not that does not sit, stand, or uh, stay under the counsel of the ungodly, uh, but, or walks under the counsel of the ungodly. But this person delights in the law of the Lord, and in God's law do they meditate day and night. That's Psalm 1. If you're going to be blessed, then the things that you put your hand to, in this case a business, you want to make sure that you're thinking about your business decisions biblically. Does the Bible tell you, give you principles on how to hire and how to fire people. Yes, it does. Does it give you direction on how you should pay and how you should price your products? It definitely does. There are great principles. So if you are in business or you know anyone that's in business or thinking about going into business, this is a great book to recommend. Business by the Book, The Complete Guide of Biblical Principles for Business Men and Women, for example, if you the you know the Bible deals with that the fact that you should not delay paying your suppliers. If you look at Proverbs three twenty three, it says, "Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is within your power to do it." What about dealing with paying people unfairly? In James five four, it says, "Behold, the pay of the laborers who mowed your fields." cries out against you. What is that saying? That when you have people work for you and you don't pay them, that there's a cry, in one sense, that goes up to God, uh, a cry for justice, a cry for equality and, and equity, right? What about firing employees? You know, if someone is slothful, if they're disobedient, if they're dishonest, God tells you how to deal with that type of person. We should be people of mercy. We should be people of love. But we should also be people who understand that if we're not producing, a bit, if our business is not producing profit, if it's not growing, then how can we say that that business is glorifying God? And everything you and I do, if you're a child of God, should be done with that in mind, that you want to glorify Him. All right? So, a little bit more briefly, the second book, this one is a lot more well-known, and you probably read it already. You can, by the way, though I encourage you to buy copies of the book, what I meant to say to you earlier is 
Some of the books I recommend, you can just go to YouTube and you can just put in the title and, and say audiobook, and you can often get the book at no cost and just listen to it. This is one of those books that you can do that. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you haven't read it, listen to it. Go to YouTube and listen to it. But I encourage you to buy it because you learn differently from seeing with your eyes and engaging your ears than you would if you just engaged your ears. So sometimes I will listen to a book being read and still read along in my own copy and then I can make notes and follow up. And I'm a little bit weird in my thinking. My thinking is after I'm gone, if the Lord tarries, if, if the Lord tarries and I'm gone 50, 25, 30, 50 years from now, my descendants can look at what grandpa or great-grandpa read and what he thought about what he read. So I'm always thinking about those type of things. So I like to make notes. I like to write stuff. If I read a book and I disagree with the author based on what the Bible says, I will state in that book what I disagree with because somebody that goes to my bookshelf may pick up that book and can be led astray or away from the scriptures. So again, this book is called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change. I just went through this book again. A matter of fact, the whole marketing team at Star 99.1 went through this book together in 2016. And it was a tremendous blessing to me personally, even though I had read through much of the book before. I would encourage you, if you haven't read it, this book can be life-changing for you. And then I want to read two small sections in the book. On page 25, he deals with the section inside out. And here is what you will find. It says, I became particularly interested. This is Stephen Covey speaking. I became particularly interested in how perceptions are formed, how they govern the way we see, and how the way we see governs how we behave. Believe it or not, the way you see things affects how you act. It also affects how you make, how you make judgment. And, um, and you'll find that chapter, I think, to be very helpful. As you go on in this chapter, under the personality and character ethics, Stephen Covey says... I began to feel more and more that much of the success literature of the past 50 years was superficial. It was filled with social image consciousness, techniques and quick fixes, with social band-aids and aspirin that addressed acute problems and sometimes even appeared to solve them temporarily, but left the underlying chronic problems untouched to fester and resurface time and again. In stark contrast, almost, he compares the books of a hundred years ago to the books today. And his point is, much of the books that he had seen, the success books, success books were very shallow. They dealt with, it was like putting a band-aid or taking an aspirin, uh, dealing with the challenge or the area, but it didn't fix the core problem. And I would agree with that. I am uh, continually stating that I believe dead writers are better, smarter, and uh, make better books, in my opinion, than living writers today. And that includes myself. Many people think I'm a good writer, but I think much better writers are people like Spurgeon, Jonathan Edwards, A.W. Pink, and others throughout history who have passed on. He goes on to say, the stark contrast almost, he says, all the literature in the first 150 years or so focused on what could be called the character ethic as the foundation of success, things like integrity, 
humility, fidelity, temperance, courage, justice, patience, industry, simplicity, modesty, and the golden rule. Benjamin Franklin's autobiography, he says, is representative of that literature. It is basically the story of one man's effort to integrate certain principles and habits deep within his nature. Stephen Covey's point is that one of the reasons he wrote this book is he saw that a lot of the books that are written today that focus on success, that focus on personal and business development, is shallow in its approach. Uh, It looks at just making money and other things and does not often emphasize character development. And see, character development deals with changing yourself. As you change you, you change your results. Again, the, t- the title is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's whether you're a parent, you're a pastor, you're a ministry leader, you're a employee, employer, whatever role you play. These habits can transform your life. Powerful lessons in personal change. All right, again, this is Books That Have Changed My Life. Thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to join me. As usual, please take time to visit me on Facebook or LinkedIn somewhere or send me an email and let me know what you thought about my suggestions. I'd love your feedback. If you've read any of the titles that I've mentioned before and they've had an impact upon your life, send me an email at sisaacs at star991.com. All right, have a great day, and thank you for choosing to listen in as I share with you my own experience.